Yo, what's up, everyone? Um, today I'm very, I'm very excited, and you know, I'm in a more, I'm in a more calm tone that than people usually expect. But uh, now we're at the point of the business where where you're starting to use things like Slack. Now we're really, you know, going into the WhatsApp groups, which is so, so elementary, and I think it's going to be so funny looking back at this in 10, 15 years. But uh. Basically, what that means is the company is growing. Um, people are starting to come in and do some work underneath, which means that, you know, in the spirit of documenting, I will be letting you guys know about everything that's happening, you know, on this journey. So this podcast, this certain episode is about what I'm learning, managing people as an HR-driven entrepreneur with new employees under the company. Think about that. Everybody think about this. It's something new. And... Oh, you think you're better now? I'll be very honest with you. I think I just wanted to dive deep into something that a lot of people have been. Since we started in, in October 2020, I, I talked about in one of the episodes about how I bootstrapped Kazen Code. It started off as a web design company and we are <laughs> it was actually really funny. I, I started I started it with literally zero. And you know how people are like, Oh, I started my rice business with one grain, or I started my, my, my chicken business with one feather, like all of that bullshit. But I'm actually like I'm serious when I say I started with zero. Which means I had a service I was trying to sell and I needed to use some software to really get it like up and running. Let's just say the software cost me 2x and I had zero, like zilch zero. So then I put my first cost on my first customer. So I just, my cost were 2x. I just charged her 6x, my 4x margin. There it is. And uh, that that's literally how it started. Bootstrapped, grew, grew the client base. And then I realized that because I believe in the internet so much and what it's doing in terms of business, the way it's constantly day by day squeezing people out, squeezing people in the middle the gatekeepers in any industry i was able to be self-aware enough to realize that a web design business nobody needs that like everybody can go do that for themselves gymshark a one billion dollar plus company you know they're they're using shopify um everybody's using wakes you know it's just the people who are undereducated who would um turn out to be my market and i didn't want to be in that position communication is something that's always going to be there you know there are really amazing companies out there that just don't know how to communicate their product but it's probably the best in the market you just don't know it because they didn't tell it to you in the way that you wanted to hear it that's my job at case and code so you know as this whole um this specific episode is about what i'm learning being um being in the mindset of an hr driven um business leader entrepreneur whatever you want to call it businessman um ceo so in that same token case and code has um has now recently adopted a a we have a, a drop shipping store underneath case and code as an asset to drive top line revenue back to the company and you know as it grows and and those type of opportunities begin to open up I cannot do everything by myself. So I needed people. And I, I had just been praying, 
you know, and and sort of just looking, scarring, sending DMs, messages, reaching out to a bunch of people, just so I could, uh, you know, you find the right people who would most would be most susceptible. Jesus, I don't even know what that word is. Sub, let me say susceptible. Right, um, to the vision that I am trying to build, and you know, I, I love working with the young kids. Um, right now, at this stage of the company, you know, hungry um willing to work for peanuts you know and just a disclaimer i'm not exploiting people you know <laughs> it's gonna make more sense as i go along in this in this episode so i'm very excited you know um managed to get really 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 two good kids who are just uh really driven really really get the crux of what it is that we're trying to build here at case and code and you know um for anybody who has a business and they're walking into an industry that they're so naive into just like i'm doing right now or where they know nothing you know there's incredible upside to that and that you can innovate and disrupt without even knowing that's what you're doing or you can know the traditional game so much like what i'm doing uh trying to educate myself in the traditional game so that i can throw away all those rules and then do it my way um at the shopify store the drop shipping store that we have underneath case and code right now which isn't the most stable of assets but have been bootstrapping since day one i'm going to keep on doing that until we're in a profitable like majorly profitable position so you know i i always talk about how i learn best through osmosis and i think that's why i've i've in the last two three years i've really been struggling with the with the way that our current education system is set up you know i i cannot find value in reading um like sitting down and reading things from a textbook or anything i learn best through consuming audio and video content but i learn best through osmosis and where that leads where that conversation leads to is the way that i actually got into this whole thing there's actually a pretty funny story before i get into the whole hr thing the whole managing people and what people can sort of get away from this is when i was in i think grade 10 we were supposed to do this job shadowing project so like what do you want to be when you grow up find that company send a bunch of emails one of them is going to answer you and then you're going to go work at the company okay fair enough i was convinced i was going to be the next virgil abloh at that time and point so i sent my application to a fashion school which i'm not going to name the uh the name of the school for reasons that you're going to understand just now so me and my parents drive to this place an hour away from my house to go job shadow we get there and they're like look i don't know which idiot you called that told you that you can come in job shadow here it was around april may but we do our job shadowing in july so i'm like oh okay shit okay cool now we're already in the area you know my my uncle who had also immigrated from zimbabwe i think it was just in the beginning of that year or the year it was actually the year before that in august had got a job at um this digital marketing agency which which was doing more b2b sales pipeline type of type of services um to companies like google ibm they were working with like first distribution some pretty big clients um my uncle was working there um and i just called him up like look dude we're in the area we live an hour away we can't go all the way back home is do you think i can come and job shadow that side and listen by this time my only idea of marketing that i'd ever had was billboard flyers and like i, I didn't know you know I, ju- I just didn't know so i'm like okay cool marketing agency it's just a school project i'm, I'm just go there i'm just do my thing 
you know, he's like, look, I can't get you the thing right now. I can't get you the spot right now. But come in tomorrow. I'll speak to my boss and see what you can do. So I walk in and I'm absolutely mesmerized. My whole idea of what a typical standard business changed from that time when I got to see it very hands-on. I had the great great pleasure of meeting Matt Brown, who is the CEO of Digital Kung Fu, the name of the marketing agency, working with all these big clients. I think 2019 was voted Africa's best tech startup. I had an incredible time there. He's he's an amazing leader. He's also got his podcast, The Matt Brown Show, um, um, on Spotify. And going back to how I learned through osmosis, I, like I said, like I don't get like I I don't get value from sitting down in the classroom. And I realized that I was self-aware enough to realize that pretty early on. So when I was in an environment like that, I know that the mindset that I was in put me in a disproportionate position to learn things that any other kid wouldn't come in and learn. I was extremely observant. I spent a lot of time with the data analytics team, which I'm doing a lot of right now in case and code right now. Um, you know, with, with ads that we're running and paid media and all of that, all of those things. I got to learn a lot and I didn't spend a lot of time with Matt, probably like two or three interactions the whole day. I was there from the beginning to the end of the operating hours. And one thing that I really noticed that really stuck out for me was the culture of the place. And that had, ever since that day, that was an ideology that has been nailed into me, you know, without me even looking for it, into my head and something that I've really accepted and come to love as as I've discovered at the age of 17 that I am an HR-driven entrepreneur. You know, the organization that my dad has is a ministry, um, Christian ministry called Power Center. And he's always stressing about culture. Like, not stressing as in, like, worried, but he's always stressing the fact that culture is a pillar of the whole organization. You know, that's something that I've learned from him as well, just watching him sort of do that. And like like I said, like like, I don't, we don't sit down and actually talk about these things often i just watch you know very observant i just watch and i sort of implement that into my own and you know from watching a lot of great world leaders and company um ceos you know gary vaynerchuk the ceo for 200 million dollar um plus marketing agency people like mark cuban and um matt brown even people that i've met in person who didn't really spend that much time with but i was able to learn one theme from all of these great entrepreneurs on the internet in real life my dad with his ministry is that people are the roi of any organization the roi of life in general and that is eventually going to be the, the determining factor and i was very happy that i had all of that all of those pieces of information that i learned from these different people because that's something that i've been able to piece in into my own own organization um you know so when i was so when i was looking for people to come and help me with the workload I was looking for editors and, you know, um, copywriters and, and, and somebody who can, like, I can delegate uh, doing paid media to. I, you know, I really put it in the, in my frontal lobe that I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm in a, I'm, I'm a very consumer centric type of entrepreneur. And that I, I do not care about what I want in any of the businesses that I will build in what I have right now. I'm the least interested in what I want and how can I be a major value prop for you? And that needs to trickle down in the organization. Um, it, it's, it's, it's value and then it's people. The people side of it is, look, I even explained to these two guys who are now underneath the organization 
very very <laughs> spectacular young kids and i'm excited to work with them to do some really good work underneath this organization um one thing that i've made very clear is that um i don't have a dictatorship around anything i don't um I don't want to use the word micromanaging because it is right now the organization is so small at this point but i i don't have a dictatorship around things only a dictatorship around culture i will not compromise on the beliefs that the brand case and code is trying to build and how we're trying to position ourselves in the market so i made it very clear to these guys that it's, it's dare i say it's actually even more important to me how they are able to play with the other boys and girls in the organization more than they than them being able to do a 10 out of 10 of my seven and basically what that means is like you know empathy kindness humility things that i believe in not only as an intrinsic quality intrinsic quality as a person something that i also really believe in in business you know having the humility to understand that with the store that we're, that we have right now uh, the drop shipping store everybody else like even if you understand how paid media is done you put yourself in a whole different auction with less people when you have a different value prop like everybody else will say buy this product and i will say this is how we are just the people coincidentally who can improve your life by by virtue of the fact that we have this product in our inventory it's a totally different conversation um so that that sort of mindset i've made it a priority and i've invested an incredible amount of my time getting to know these people getting to know what drives them getting to know what they care about I, one of one of the questions that i asked was when you're 90 years old and you look back at life what do you want to say that you did and both of them answered me very very interestingly and said that they want to also build their own companies so now like i don't get sad or sobby or soppy over something like that or like oh no i'm not gonna have long-term employees i understand that it's my position it's my it's my role to be able to put them in a, in a in the best position to succeed within the organization and then extract those skills when they leave so you know consumer me being consumer centric will come through excuse me with the clients that i work with in case and code it will come through with the sh with the store and any other venture that i eventually decide to go into um you know really taking the time to care and actually understanding what it is that drives them because if i know that i can then just put, give it to them on a silver platter um where they'll be able to work with it i'm really gonna have to one thing that i'm really gonna have to try and really balance well is not creating a sense of entitlement within the culture because i'm trying to do all of those things it's something that i'm very excited to navigate you know um i'm i'm very excited to be learning all of those things i i i have no belief at all zero belief in fake it till you make it i just i want to show the raw things that i'm actually doing at this organization we don't have 600 people working it's it's two people right now underneath the organization trying to build this thing with me as well well me trying to build this thing and they're helping the vision um and another interesting thing that i've learned that i might think might help people as as i'm beginning to now manage other people you know is that i me specifically i've deployed an incredible amount of self-awareness throughout my entire life and it's changed everything that i do so in that token i've been able to understand that i find it very difficult to be accountable to myself like like i don't know what it is about my dna maybe it's the fact that 
my mom instilled an incredible amount of selflessness in me or the fact that my dad gave me so much humility in, in some of the things that I do. Like, really trying to understand why I'm like that. But, like, I'll, like, I'll spend seven days with my room in shambles, absolutely dirty, everything on the floor. But every day out of those seven days, I'll clean my parents' room. You know, like, I find it quite difficult to be accountable to myself and because I'm very optimistic and I, I told myself I'm going to turn it into a positive, I said, okay, so do that. So, you know, being having these guys now in the mix, these two new employees has really helped me because, you know, apart from delegating workload and stuff like that, and I'm also in my final year, things are just going to get more and more hectic. I have no interest in doing well in school because it's just not going to map out to anything real for me. But, you know, my parents, I have to make my parents proud just for... Just for this year, they expected me to go to college, but that's a different conversation. Anyway, um, one thing that I've been able to gain from that whole experience is that, you know, them working as employees in, in this company now has actually increased my work ethic. You know, I feel a sense of accountability to them. And I really mean it at this stage when I say that I don't feel that they work for me. I really feel like I'm working for them because, you know, now I understand what they're about. You know, I understand um, and I'm being very open and like open door policy, not in just saying because everybody loves to say that, but really creating a safe space where they're not afraid to say anything, where I'm encouraging failure, where maybe I'm actually encouraging more micro failures and micro successes because micro failures eventually lead to micro successes. Um you know, so that's the mindset that I've sort of just put out on the silver platter. I don't try to force it down everybody's throat, anybody's throat. If you resonate with it and you, you think you can put it in the context of this organization, so be it, you know. Um, and I even love something like this because it kills, it kills 17 birds with one stone. Now, next time when the organization grows and somebody wants to make an application to Case and Code to come and work, they already know that these are the values and these are the things that I deem as important. So, you know, that will sort of ne negate at least 25 to 30 percent of the people that would have wasted time in applications and stuff like that. But I'm very empathetic towards their standpoints and their views. I'm very empathetic towards what they need and what they want. And I am just here to be a value prop to my clients, to the people that, I, that work for me and, you know, everybody around me. And to you guys listening, I think it's extremely important for me to document this somebody might gain a different perspective on what it means you know for people i i i've never been in the business mindset because i've had the privilege of having wi-fi and the privilege of having a laptop a laptop and youtube those privileges have put me in a position to be able to watch other business leaders and learn through osmosis to really understand that you know it's, it's never about me never zero zilch nothing is about me in this thing it's all centered around my personality but at the end of the day it has to be roi positive for everybody else and of course my my own interests are always they'll be in the forefront but there's a there's a way to communicate that without shoving it down people's throats and making it um as much as selfish as it is and not making it you know suffocate people who would have otherwise given you good ideas so i mean that's that's the mindset that i'm in right now that's what i'm learning in the spirit of documenting becoming one of the most impactful entrepreneurs on the planet, this is where I'm at currently on the 20... What's the date today? The 29th of April, 2021, at 9 past 5 on the sunny day in in 
in in summer south africa you know this is where my mind is at and i hope somebody was able to gain some something from this please please keep on leaving reviews in in the spotify you know review thingy and thank you please keep on leaving bad ones please leave good ones i just want honest reviews tell me what you really think you know if you want to if you want to chat if you want us to have some conversations about anything maybe you want to you want to say something you have an opinion on what i said i'd be more than welcome to like chop about that a little bit twitter at wake up kazen instagram at wake up kazen if you want my number hit me up on any of those platforms we'll get to chopping um so yeah i hope everybody has a great evening day i hope your jog your gym session whatever it is that you're listening to this you're cooking whilst you were doing i hope it gave you some sort of value and i'll see you next time